1: Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Join our Facebook group and interact with the guests and myself ask questions and continue on the conversations even after the episode at Life Transformation Radio Community. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, the Himalaya app, Google Play Music app, Pandora, and on our YouTube channel, Life Transformation Radio. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today literally has done just that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again the number is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome to the show my guest for today, Brenton Tyler Hoffman. Brenton, welcome to Life Transformation
0: Radio. Thanks for having me. It's been uh it's been a long time talked about, man. You're a busy guy, you got a lot of people on your show. So <laughs> man. Here, we are.
1: here we are. Yeah. I it has been an absolute crazy twenty twenty. Some of the some of the largest, uh, most well known guests that I've ever had on the show um, here in twenty twenty. Awesome. Uh, I'm working with more people, launching more podcasts. So it has been twenty twenty has been a blessing so far, man. Yeah, been a, been sure. pretty
0: busy. I hear you, man. Me too, man. It's just, you know started off as a bang. Same with last year too. You know. It's interesting. Cause, uh, yep. you know, it's unpredictable. You just never know if it's going to, you know, all this stuff's going to happen right away or if there's going to be delays or what, you know, that's the exciting and most interesting part about life in general. But, uh, thanks again for having me on. And, uh, and yeah, you know, just the timing of things and stuff like that, but it's all good. I have, you know, I have something, a big event I have to go to and, you know, at certain events, they change up the times on you. So it's like, I thought I would have a little more time, but you know what? It's all good. Like I'll just show up fast and be late because I committed to this show. So here we are.
1: <laughs> oh, good, man. We'll, we'll get you hooked up yeah, and we'll yeah. get you out of here. Um, so the title of this episode is Overcoming Adversity to Rapid Breakthrough with Brenton Tyler uh-huh. Hoffman. He has defied the odds many times over, such as overcoming disorder, disability, disease, homelessness, and even death. He is a spiritual, intuitive, rapid breakthrough coach, American hip-hop recording artist, music producer, guitarist, rapping piano prodigy, and a magician. He's been an award-winning skateboarder, gymnast, professional aggressive inline skater, professional dancer, number one sales agent for multiple companies, and was a B2B global award-winning lead generator, marketing, and growth hacker. Brenton has been featured in celebrity media publications such as The Examiner, Easy Way Magazine, Actors Reporter, LA Talk Radio, Wire Getty Images, and the Associated Press. He has performed at many venues, including the famous House of Blues Hollywood. His music can be heard on all major online music distribution channels such as iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Coaching clients and himself have been featured on ABC, CBS, USA, NBC, Fox, and the CW. He's also the co-author of JT Fox's The World's Number One Wealth Coach's new Amazon best-selling book, Success Stories: Results Don't Lie. He is also the co-author of Eric Zuli's The Influence Effect, with top influences in the world, such as Life Transformation Radio alumni Frank Shankiewicz, who is the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Inducted in the Easy Way, Wall of, Easy Way Wall of Fame with celebrities such as Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, Bill Duke, and many more, he is the winner of the 2019 Resilience Soldier of the Year Award for his Relentless Resilience. And he'll soon be on the cover of Influential People magazine, recognized as a top influential person in the world. His Facebook, LinkedIn, and the website is down there below. Connect with him. Send him a friend request on Facebook, LinkedIn, or on his uh, caption card. Send him a friend request. Let him know that you heard his episode of Life Transformation Radio. Dude, after reading all that, I got to know, man. What is your deep why? Why do you do what you do?
0: Yeah, great question. And uh, quite an intro, huh? Thank you for that. Um, yeah, deep why. I'd say, you know, just the the challenges that I've gone through in my life and what I've overcome, uh, the things that usually people don't walk away from, you know, um, allowed me to just want to really help people help people overcome, you know, their just diversity in general and just challenges and, you know, tap into their resilient spirit. Everybody has it, you know? And so just that's, but that's pretty much my, my, why, why I put on this planet purposeful living is just to help people overcome challenges.
1: Yeah. And I love what you just said, man, purposeful living.
0: Like I love that. Yeah.
1: man. And, and as a resilience Thanks. guy myself, you know, that is, I mean, that's what it's about, you know, being intentional, living life oh, full of purpose. I, I've heard it said that you can either live a life of quality or a quality life, but they have differences. Yep. Do I want to live a quality life or a life of quality? And it's the same thing. Exactly. Do I want to live life or do I want to live purposely?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I have this quote, um, you know, people quoted me on it years ago, but it it goes, you know, what's the purpose of living if you're not living your purpose? You know, it's like a lot of people, you know, because the reason why people get depressed or why people, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why. But for the most part, it, there's a deeper spiritual meaning behind it if you dig deeper and, and you find the answer. And and it really comes down to, um, you know, are you living your purpose? And and there's two different types of purposes. You got purposeful, like there's people that are living their purpose that are not getting paid what they're worth. Or they're just they're just not they're not aware of that level of purpose if that makes sense. But they're still helping people and they're still climbing and they're still transitioning to that part of life. And then you got people who actually found their purpose and are making a living and making lots of money and this and that. And um, you're either you're either completely um, you know on the far end of the spectrum where you're not living it at all, or you're like right in the middle. You know what I mean? You got like those three categories of individuals, or you got the other person oh, yeah. far to the right of the spectrum and so oh yeah i've been I've been in all areas, <laughs> you know what i mean i've been uh, i've been because I think <laughs> everything leads up to your purpose, right like every opportunity happens for a reason, me doing all the things that I did led me to certain individuals and I met certain people that opened certain doors that allowed certain opportunities to occur, you know, the law of attraction, right so all that thing all the things I did, you know being part of you know, co-authoring, you know, of these books, of these, you know, great, you know, successful entrepreneurs like, you know, you know, JT Fox, the world's number one wealth coach. I mean, you know, all travels all over the world, you know, helps many people own 61 different companies and brands, you know, in 84 different countries. I mean, the guy's a really big deal. And to be to giving to be given the opportunity to actually have my story of resilience, you know, in that book was, you know, quite an honor. But, you know, all these opportunities happen for a reason. All these doors open. So sure. everything was purposeful, you know, because when you're, when you're in alignment with purpose, that's when all the doors open for you.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. And somebody listening to this, you know, who reads that bio, was like, holy crap. Like, he, he's a young dude. He's done it all already. Like, how does someone coming up reach that yeah. level like you and I have, have reached? You know, I've been on, I've been on the news. I, was, I spoke at TEDx. I've spoken at you know yeah. a ton of leadership and resilience events, and you know uh, a, a top one hundred podcast here, uh, Life Transformation Radio. Uh, the show was repurposed into a podcast, which is a top one hundred podcast featured all over the place. I'm speaking at Podfest, the New Media Summit, National Publicity Summit. I mean, we're doing amazing things. Each our own, yeah. but somebody listening, you know, they're saying to themselves, like, well, how do I do that? Like like successfully as clues. Right. So like, how did exactly. that happen? How did you get hooked up with JT box and, and, and how did you do all of the great things that you've ever done?
0: Sure. Great question. So again, right, right place, right opportunity, right timing. Um, you know, I, it's kind of going back at that time. I actually was in 2017. Um, I was homeless, believe it or not. We're in 2020 now. So I just got to show how life could be so unpredictable. But in twenty seventeen, I believe around there, uh yeah, I was homeless living in my car. And um I heard about JT Fox and I went to his event because it looked interesting. So I, I showed up and you know, dressed up all nice and you know, you gotta have the persona like you're not homeless living with your car, if you know what I mean, right? You gotta, right. gotta 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 to, gotta, <laughs> gotta faith it, not fake it till you make it, right? But you gotta face it right. till you make it, right? You gotta you got to mm-hmm. really believe. So anyways, I showed up to the event and talked to him and, and I was really down on my luck. I was really hurting at that time. I was, you know, still struggling, battling. I think I was still battling, um, you know, Lyme disease at the time. Um, wow. or at least it felt like it, you know? So yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a crazy time. And so I, I, you know, opportunities in the show up, you know, for anyone who's listening, you know, um, uh, there's a saying goes, opportunities in the show up, but fortunes in the follow up. Right. So you can you need to show up, first of all, then you need to follow up. So I did both. And then that day, my, you know, my life changed. Uh, I was able to finally, you know, you know, find, get a place to live and then really focus on, you know, getting better direction and focus on the coaching and then build my brand and then from there, you know, just get clients and I had to start, you know, I had to do it free. I don't know if you guys know this or if you've heard of this, you know, you being in the industry, as long as you've had, Sean, you know, that you have to put yourself out there and you have to, you know, you want to get your testimonials and stuff like that. So you, you kind of start for free at first to kind of build yourself that credibility.
1: Yep. And so yep. I did that. Yep.
0: And so, I, yep. yeah, so I built that credibility, got the testimonials, helped the people, got the results. It's all about results, people, all about results. And, um, and then from there, I just grew and grew and, and grew. And, and, um, and that, that's, that's how that pretty much started with the whole J.T. Fox situation. And then uh, also Eric Zuli, I've known him. What's up?
1: Mm-hmm. No, as I say, but that's, but that's the thing. You have to have yeah. the results. That's why people pay you. That's why you're positioned the way that you are is because you start getting results and people don't care how you yeah. do it. People want to sell the journey all the time, sell the destination, get the result.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah, it's all about results. But what a lot of people don't understand is that, see, it's like you could, you could be really confident and be the best at what you do. Right. But it's like, if somebody's not willing to do the work, then the result it doesn't matter how confident you are, right like you can only get them results based on the work that they're willing to do. it's like a I call it like a ninety ten like you know like you're you're ninety you're um you're ten percent giving them they have to do ninety percent of the work you're just ten percent of the lift, just like in working out right It just creates that illusion like they're lifting the bar like wow, wow, like this person's doing it for me. I uh, really, you know, that's what it really comes down to. Some people call it the 80-20 rule or whatever, where 80%. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But for the most part, they got to do most of the work. Yep. And so that's where that's where the results come from. It really is up to them. We're just a catalyst that actually, uh, you know, inspires them and helps them to be able to change. So, yeah. I love it, man. But, yeah, it's been – thank you, man. It hasn't it hasn't, it hasn't been an easy journey. I don't know if you know too much. Have you read my story? If you know too much <laughs> you want to tell them or you want me to tell them. But right. I've overcome some serious stuff.
1: Serious. Yeah, we're going to talk about that right now. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. man, we're going to talk about that right now because you've done a lot. I mean, you've done, mm-hmm. I mean, award-winning skateboarder. I used to do inline skating in my teens. I um, hung out with a lot oh, of man. skateboarders. I, I really looked mm-hmm. up to Tony Hawk and Bucky Lassic. you know, like the yep. originators, right? I mean, Tony Hawk, Bucky Lassic, um, just going battle for battle in the X Games, you know. Um, guys yeah, like Matt Hoffman. 80.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No way. That's incredible, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you used to skate with them over at, at, at Half Pipes in Huntington Beach. I get it. Go on, man. Yeah, dude, you're speaking my language for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so my kid loves skateboarding. My 17-year-old loves skateboarding. And so I watched, I showed him a movie called Lords of Dogtown, got him hooked up with mm-hmm. that, uh, really kind of building that thing out. And he's like, I want to open up a skate shop, and I want to do it. I'm like, that's cool, man. Like, you got to be different and, like, watch this movie. And I remember this old movie. I think mm-hmm. it was a Tony Hawk movie. Um, I cannot remember the name of the movie but it came out like late 80s early 90s Tony Hawk was in it and it was like this um there was pizza like a this group, guy, big group what, of kids what, what, what,
0: what, pizza, yeah, delivery yeah, pizza, pizza delivery truck and the delivery guy Yeah 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 it was, yeah, um, yeah. It was gleaming, gleaming the cube
1: gleaming the cube Yeah
0: yeah yeah dude I was like
1: what an amazing movie yeah. like
0: I that's how I got yeah, that, that movie. movie
1: was my catalyst for all that so I asked yeah, you yeah. what what is your transformational moment that changed your life and put you on the path
0: to what you're doing today? Oh my god, man. I would, we that would have to be for another show, my friend. That's such a long story because because there's so many there's so many um see the, the the challenging part about my story and i've been doing my best to sliver it down and summarize it as much as possible is that like mm-hmm. um, i have a lot of dips in my story right so i have a lot of overcoming and then like falling back and then right like like relapsing whatever overcoming so it's 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 like that's a great question but it's a really tough one to answer because i mean looking back in retrospect i i think 2017 was like the turning point where i was like i'm done i can't do this anymore i can't live this way anymore i'm not, i'm not you know like i I, I'm one with God. God's one with me. Like, uh, you know, I have a lot of power within me. Like, like I shouldn't be sick like this all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's time to really take it and step it into high gear. So I oh, think yeah. that was right. So I think that was the real turning point. And I've had other turning points in my life, but I think this was the one where, you know, just when you think it can't get any worse for you, it's the wrong question to ask yourself. Like a lot of people go, Oh my God, could it get any worse? Like that's the worst thing you can say, especially to God, right? Because it can. Um, and, and, you know, I was dying in my bed, battling neurological chronic Lyme disease. My body was deteriorating. I was being attacked on all ends. It was a very scary moment in my life. And just when you think, you know, what, get, what's, I mean, for, the, for our listeners who's listening in, I mean, can you really think of what's worse than dying and you, like, like being bedridden and dying? Like there's really nothing worse than death right. unless you're being tortured, right. you know what I mean? On top of it. Right. But, um, and then I and, I and I was grateful, right? I was grateful that I that I had a roof over my head and all that. But what happened was, well, at least I thought I was. But um, what, what happened was, it, it did get worse. You know, I ended up homeless. I lost my home for 14 years. Ended up, uh, you know, got I ended up sleeping in my car in the freezing cold in February. You know, in Orange County, it was like freaking 40 degrees at that time. It was so cold, and um, that was. That was a really scary time. So uh, that, I, I think that was my turning point. I think that was like, wow, man, if I could overcome all these things that I'd gone through, right, all these incredible mm-hmm. health challenges. And then on top of that, you know, God is like, oh, yeah, you know what? Like you're stronger than you realize. Let me put you in a car and have you be homeless. As I, as I think you think it's a mean, cruel joke, right, that I had to go through that. But in a way, those those situations really shape you and, and, and allow you to, instead of coming from a victim mentality, you're coming from like a victor mentality mm-hmm. or victory. Like, wow, look what I've overcome. Yep. Like, yep. you know, so anyways, yeah, that's what I'm going to describe Love that, that
1: man. Yeah. Love it, man. Absolutely, 100%. And what I want to say to that is it's beautiful the way that it happens because it seems like it, it's supposed to happen that way. Back at the yeah. last 10 years of my life, even though actually actually the last 12, 2008 mm-hmm. was, was a suicidal moment and divorce and getting kicked out of the military and like all this stuff wow. to yeah. learning how to speak as a drill instructor for basic training and staying in the military to having a platform as a resiliency trainer and then a podcaster and a speaker. So it's like, I had to have the adversity. I had to go learn how to tell my adversity. And then I had to have a platform to tell my adversity on, but it had, to. Yep. if you look at the last you know, 12 years of my life, this is how it had to happen. It had to happen this way. Same for you. You had to yep. do what you did in your, in your teens and twenties and, you know, every year after that. So it's like, it's like you had to do these things, uh, yeah, in this order, and the adversity had to come in that order in order for everything to work out the way that it was supposed to work out. Because everything does work out the way that it's supposed to. It's just, it's just that—that's what I believe. Everything is destined, Absolutely. and and it's going to work out the way it's supposed right. to work out.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah that, that's so that's that's true it. It, it, what, What's up? Yeah. So you. Uh, so I, I call. You know, there's like five pillars. Um. You know, we can go into this later, but just real quick. Um. You know, there's 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 five pillars pillars to faith, or you know, to achieve that that, that 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 level of success in faith, right? So like I have. Um. So you you start at doubt, right? Obviously, everyone starts at doubt, and then you move to hope, and then from hope, you move to faith, and then you move to true faith, and then you move to knowing. So think about that for a second, because when you're in a state of knowingness, like nothing can break your spirit, like like nothing can get through like at all. You're just like a million firewalls. Does that make sense? So like, yep. so it, it's really, it's really about being in, and that's one of the hardest states to be in, right? Because the ego gets in the way mm-hmm. and people think that they have all right and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But when you really just truly know that everything's going to work out for the greater good when the evidence around you tells you, hey, by the way, knock knock, you do know you're screwed, right? Like you're done. You know? And you're just like, Nope, 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 right. nope. I know, I know. That's that's where I was. That's how I was over to overcome the things that I overcame. So I don't know how much you know or what it's kind of a long story, but you want me to go want me to kinda of tell a little bit about what I overcame? Sure.
1: I mean, I know about it because we talked about it way before last year. Yeah. when you were winning that that um, that award, that resilience award. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, it's uh, so so. Anyways, yeah, this, how I won that resilience award. You know what I mean? And, and I actually was up against, uh, you know, two powerhouse females, very successful females that also endured a very challenging life and stuff as well. So the fact that I actually beat out. You know, these two powerhouse women, that which uh, people are like, wow, that's amazing. You must have an insane story, right? And uh, it's, all, it's all really a matter of perception. But anyways, I came into this world with actually a rare blood infection about the age of seven. I almost died. I overcame that. I was diagnosed with severe ADHD learning disability. I was actually put in special education where I remained there for, like, my entire educational life. So about graduation, like, life was very difficult in general. I lost a lot of jobs. You know, but but back back before when I was younger, I was a survivor of a, you know, I, I, I survived horrific child abuse. So Anybody can relate to that, right? From six months all the way to about the age of 13. So that was just that an, alone, wow. just being abused is a tough life, right? Just that's hard enough as it is.
1: Yeah, I know how that is. Yep.
0: Right? You Yeah, you get it. Um yep. Yep. And so, you know, I was badly bullied and beaten up by at school and had my head flushed in the urinal and trashed in the trash can. People think that that's just in movies. No, that stuff really happens in real life, people, you know. I don't know anybody who knows that and has gone through that. But, uh, you know, I was beat up by gangs. And, and when I wasn't being bullied, you know, at school, I was being bullied in the house. I was being beat up by my stepdad. and But I've had guns put in my face. I was chased with knives um, and escaped my, the pain. You know, me and my friends, we would go out late at night, two in the morning, walk the train tracks, tag it on walls and trains. I say, you know, the movie Stand by Me, right? The, that was like my life. My life was like a real stand by yep. me. Oh yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Great you get movie. it, right? So yep. yeah. I so I've endured yep. like I've I've endured and suffered thirty years of debilitating depression and bone crushing anxiety. I mean enough to completely debilitate and cripple the strongest of, of, of men, I'm telling you. Like it doesn't matter how big or how powerful you look, those kind of things can really you know, take you out, but uh, you know, um, I mean, so many things have happened. The, the serious stuff, uh, you know, I, I endured and survived the worst case of gangrenous appendicitis and peritonitis. If anybody knows what that is, Jesus. that's when your appendix doesn't just burst, but it rots and it went gangrene in my system. Right. So that was that was that mm-hmm. was very serious stuff. Um, and then at 26, uh, and that was at the age of 26, but you know, after that I had neurological late stage chronic Lyme disease. Um, I suffered a TBI stroke at the age of 32 and I almost died twice from hypokalemia, low potassium loss. So that's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, and they, they, they told me that the chances of the survival is extremely rare, but oh, I didn't even tell you the part too, that, um, to listeners, I actually, over at 18 years old, I overcame, um, I, uh, on the 405 freeway in Los Angeles, Thanksgiving Day, I got hit at 75 miles per hour, me and my family, my mom and my dad and myself, we were in a Rolls Royce, and those things are like, those things are solid steel built, like army tanks, and somebody hit us, we were, we were stopped on the left side, um, you know, of the center divider. And um, and the cars were flying past. Have, you, ever, have you, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like dead yep. stop on the left right? Yep. And somebody hit us yep. so hard, and and the seatbelt got stuck on my rib cage. I shattered my C6 vertebrae. Uh, I ended up paralyzed. Sent to UCLA Medical Center. Told I would never walk again. And literally, like attached to uh, a breathing machine and 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 IVs. I mean, it was insane. And they told me you're, you're done. And 12 hours later, I miraculously walked away. When they told me I would I would never walk again, they were like scratching their head, like like how how is this even possible, right? So. I have endured a lot of stuff and I've overcome, you know, uh, brain injury after brain injury. We're talking multiple concussions and as well as the TBI stroke. So even just one of those things could be debilitating to you. So the fact that I can actually still have an intellectual conversation, you know, and mm-hmm. do radio interviews and talk to people and share my story is a freaking miracle in itself.
1: That is, that is absolutely mind blowing and incredible. And mm-hmm. And just a testament to the, to the resilience. You know, I've, I've heard story yep. after story on this show that I was diagnosed or this happened or this, whatever the doctor told me it would never happen again, you know, and yep. then, and then I did it, you know, and they're like, how? And it's like, I just, I just believe that the mind is the most powerful thing on the planet. If I believe that this is going to happen, then it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's just going to happen. And I just, I just exactly. completely believe that the mind is the most powerful asset that we have because you could have, you could have said, you know what, doctor, you're right. You're right. I'm never going to walk again. You're right. You're right. I'm, I, to, to survive this disease is completely rare. And I'm probably not going to survive. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. But, but, yep. but we don't, we don't do that.
0: So exa- 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 exactly. Man. So, that? so
1: as we wrap up the show, cause I know you got to go sure, as sure. we wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, how can people work with you and what would, what would you work with them on?
0: Great question. Um, so it, it really comes down to, you know, resilience, right? Like uh, I think a lot of people are not aware of just how powerful they are and just how, what they can overcome. And so I think that the, the pow- it's all about the power of story. Like, you know, I'm sure you've heard that where people say no, no really cares about your story. They just care about how they can get help. Right. And that's true to a certain degree. But I think the power of the story inspires people to go, oh, my God, what am I complaining about? Like, wow, my life is not as challenging as it appears. And so if this person could actually overcome these things, like, then I should be able to overcome, like, a breakup should be just a breeze, right? Like, you see what I'm saying? How some people feel like they're dying inside because, because they mm-hmm. endure a breakup and even though that's sad. But anyways, I think it's really just helping people have breakthroughs and, and step into their, their ability and their power that they don't really believe that, or they doubt themselves of having.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally get that, man. Sometimes we get it in our own way, and we we hold ourselves back. So, totally get exactly. it, man. Exactly. We always end the show with it.
0: Go on. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying I'm an I'm an intuitive, right? So, like, I have the ability to foresee things and see into situations. Just natural ability. A lot of people actually have it. It's not nothing new, right? There are people out there that have it. Uh, I I've I've had this gift since I was pretty much since I was born. And even with all of my, cha- I think all the challenges that I endured, I think it, it, it strengthened it, you know, and I've heard certain stories of other people who have similar situations. And so I'm able to really kind of foresee, you know, problems and find solutions very quickly and, and get people results. And so that's, that's, you know, you can reach out to me. If you need help in any area of your life, spiritual, mental, physical, relational, financial, emotional, doesn't matter. I can help you with it. And even though uh, I've never become a billionaire or a multimillionaire, but I can help you become that. And here's why. Because you don't have to be a millionaire to make somebody a millionaire. What happens is that if you can actually correct an emotional issue or a problem in somebody's life, that can correct something where they can go on and make more money. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. makes sense. So we always yep. close the show with a takeaway. What is the one takeaway sure. that you want the audience to take away from this episode? The one moment in time where you get to deliver the message, what is the takeaway that you want them to remember the most?
0: Great question. The takeaway. Um, I, I would say it's to really just, you know, to, to live your purpose and, 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 and you do that through, you know, having faith. You know, if I could share five keys with you, it's, uh, you know, you got to have faith and then you need to forgive yourself and forgive others. And then you're mm-hmm. able to be more grateful towards yourself and you're more grateful to others. And then if you're able to be more grateful to others, then you're able to accept situations the way they are, right? Um, and then if you're more yep. accepting, then you're able, you're able to have more peace in your life. And if you have more peace in your life, then things don't affect you as much. So then you'll have more success. So the takeaway is oh, to really that. just not, Oh, thanks so much to just not take life for granted and just know that anything can happen at any given second and don't test God and never say, don't ever wish or say that, you know, things can't get any worse because they could. Oh, they can always get worse. Yeah. <laughs> they can always get worse. Yeah. So yeah. exactly. I appreciate
1: your time. Uh, I know it's very valuable. Yeah, I want to, I just want to acknowledge you and the overcoming of that resilience to rapid breakthrough. And you have done so much. I didn't even get into the rapping piano, piano prodigy, which I think
0: is absolutely incredible. Um, that's but okay. man, I mean, I'd love we, to ha- continue have, it's okay. yeah, if if you want to talk about it, that's okay. I mean, I mean, I know I got to go, but it's, like I said, it's all good. If you want to, we could talk about that. You know, if I could share, you know this and to the listeners and they want to know this, you know, I'm all about, you know, giving value. So we could talk about that if you want.
1: Well, I, I believe hip hop
0: mm-hmm.
1: in its purest form is, is abs. I mean, yeah, you got rock, you got country, you got, but like, like hip hop, like you're telling a story. I mean, if you look at any serious, like I'm from Detroit and, and, and cool. serious, like hip hop, you know, culture. Um, yep. You know, just it, it, I mean, you told a story. It was a platform for people. You know, when when mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at any seventies, eighties, you know, some nineties, like like that was their platform. You know, and any great song and any great artist, you know, they use this music, this platform, you know, as as, as to, to like deliver a message. So when I heard. You know, like oh, American hip hop recording artist. I'm like, okay, 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 I got you. You know, like like yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And then the rapping yeah. piano prodigy. So I got to hear about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, the first time I actually did my piano rap uh, situation was at uh, an event. Uh, there's an artist named Viva Doll, and she's like, um, you know, Mexi- like Mexico's. At uh, one time, she was like, you know, kind of like similar to, like, Selena, you know, at that time, you know what I mean, like, yep. the, the, like or at least attempting to get to that, you know, that level, but uh, I opened up for her, and um, we, we actually, um, we, you know, we did some music together, and then she wanted me to, like, do this, you know, attempt to do a piano rap, and I was like, well, I'd done it before just messing around, but I'd never done it in front of, like, a live audience of, like, 500 plus people or whatever, you know. And so, she, and so we had about 24 hours or less than 24 hours to prepare for that. And I pulled it off and I did my first, you want to talk about, you want to talk about nerves, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, people prepare for that moment their whole life. Right. But, uh, but right. yeah, it, it happened, pulled it off. It was fun. And then from there, you know, I did it a couple other times, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, the piano rapping is awesome, but I've been rapping in general and, and just on and off for, you know, 20 plus years. So it's just, it just comes natural to, to me, me, you know, and um, I put it, I put it to the I put it to the side. You know, it's really difficult to um, to keep it consistently going, especially when you have so many right. different talents and so many different things. It's easy to get thrown off your path. But yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's just like what an amazing combination. <laughs>
0: like,
1: yeah, because it's different.
0: So yeah, very cool, exactly. man.
1: Hey, I I want to be appreciative of your time, and uh, I I Appreciate just it, you know. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This is absolutely incredible. The listeners, I'm sure I got a lot out of it. You know, just keep going. That resilience, you know, um, you were you know, three years ago, you know, 2017, I mean, you're homeless. And now you know, you've you've done all this stuff. And we've talked about uh, the J.T. Fox mm-hmm. thing. And we've talked about that resilience. And that's what drew me to you. I was like, dude, anybody with resilience, I'm like, let's do this. You know, this is on. Yeah. You know? Uh, sure. love resilience, love gratitude. So man, you're a rock star and I wish you the best in 2020, my man.
0: Thanks so much, man. And then also, uh, you know, they can check me out. Uh, it's my com forward slash Brenton, B-R-E-N-T-O-N-T-Y-L-E-R. Brenton Tyler. Um, that, that has my links to all my music, uh, Spotify, Radio. like, uh, so you can, you can actually hear it as well. My, 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 um, Alias hip hop name that I go by is Slide of Rhyme. But I also have other stuff too. Interviews. Oh, okay. You can follow my path and my journey to all the things that I've done and stuff like that. Oh, there's a lot of links there. So you know, so check it out. But yeah, thanks for having me there's on a, man and we'll have to, a, yeah, what's up?
1: There's a correlation between Slight of Rhyme and the Magician there. I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's all about ad- identity, right? You know? So um Dude, so yeah, the correlation, clever, slide, of hand, slide of rhyme. Thank you, man. You yep. did it.
1: Absolutely. Blabber, dude. Yep. Hey, listeners listen right now, that's branding, okay? That is taking two things yes. that are not normally compared together and making a name and com and, and, and conjoining those together. That right there is a branding takeaway. Nicely done.
0: Uh, thank you, man. You know what? I knew branding before I even knew branding. Go figure, right? So, so when I met JT Fox and when <laughs> I met Eric Zuli and all that, like I was like, Oh, this seems really familiar actually, right? I didn't know really? it to the level that it, they knew it, but I naturally knew it because sleight of rhyme. I took the two things, created the identity. It felt real to me because I was a magician and I was a rapper. So I combined the two together and, uh, and, 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 came up with that. And I, I'll never change it. And, and I'm the only one that has it. And it's all about branding. If you look, I'm branded. I got Brent and Tyler Hoffman personal branding. I got the walking miracle yep. warrior branding of my story. I got, you guys can all check it out. But anyways, uh, yeah, great talking with you, man, and thanks again for having me on. And um, we'll definitely, I'll definitely get on your show again. Hopefully, um, you know, I know it takes some time, but uh, I'll get on your show again, have me on, and then I'll, we'll go over some things that we didn't get a chance to go over today. Heck yeah, man, sounds great. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest
1: impacting the world around him. If anything has resonated with the conversation between myself and Brenton Tyler Hoffman today on Life Transformation Radio, please reach out to one of us, connect with him on Facebook, LinkedIn, and the link below on his on his card. Connect with them, send him a friend request, and let him know that you heard his episode of Life Transformation Radio. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.